Okay, so all of the media is coming to my house <laughs> at 1045. Okay. Oh, no, girl. Oh, no. <laughs> Who's coming? Cox Media. So they handle ABC, NBC, and Fox. They're coming. Oh, oh, and this, sir. Oh, my goodness. Okay. <laughs> but it's like a crash course because you know how the media does you, right? They called me yesterday. I told them, I said, can we come at 10? I was like, you cannot come at 10. Oh, but we could have rescheduled. Oh, no, no. And it's <laughs> we could have. You know how you have to sandblast the kids, right? Yeah. <laughs> but that's, but that's the only way you can get them to clean up. Yes. <laughs> I, so what are they going to do? What are they doing the show on? Um, home, the rise in black homeschooling. So That's awesome. I thought that they were just going to talk to me on the phone. They're like, we want to see you in action. I was like, you do? <laughs> tomorrow. We want to see you in action tomorrow. And I was camping because, you know, I'm always out camping. So I was out <laughs> camping. And they had canceled. And I told the kids, I was like, guys, we're going back home. They're like, we're going. I was like, it's crazy. It's crazy. So. Yeah. Oh, okay. This is a big morning. It's hilarious. Um, hey guys, can you clean the RV too? <laughs> so you know, I'm the Myers Briggs girl. So I'm like the personality. My Achilles heel is disarray. So cleaning <laughs> is my sweet spot. <laughs> with a with a family of eleven, that's amazing. I think. Listen, Linda, I think we're right in it. I think we should just keep going. Yeah. I'm going to say, listen, you're listening to the 1000 Hours Outside Podcast. I am the host and founder, uh, Ginny Urich, and you're, you're already hearing the voice of a good friend of mine, Linda James. Welcome. Thank you. Ginny. <laughs> I am so excited to be here. You know, I like outdoors. Okay. I am indoors to have a conversation with you because of sound, but my preference is outside. <laughs> yes. And Lanissa has graciously sandwiched us in because you got the, you got the media coming this morning and to talk about the rise of black families and homeschooling and, and our podcast listeners include homeschoolers. So that's awesome. Hopefully maybe people can catch that new segment. So you'll have to let me know when that one goes live. What's yes. it like getting a, a large family ready for the news to come? Oh, it is <laughs> unscripted comedy. You understand? We need no scripts. It is hilarious. And so everybody has to stay in their area. You know, with the pandemic, you've not had a lot of, you know, visitors in your house for the most part, right? So mm -hmm. you're cleaning things that you didn't clean before. I thought, oh, that's a sweet picture of grandma. Oh, ooh, but the glass is dusty. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so, I mean, we live here. We homeschool. We live here. And I, I love how homeschooling, uh, let's us use our home, right? Mm -hmm. Because yeah. we're in it all day, <laughs> all day. And it's lots of people ripping in and out. And you think about it, 11 people, nine, uh, nine humans and two, two puppies. Okay. Yeah, that's right. That's the 11. That's yeah. right. The puppies are a new addition, right? A newer addition. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Well, we met, you and I met at the HEAV conference a year or two back it was during the pandemic or kind of at the tail end. I can't quite remember, but they had done an online conference in a real cool format. Wasn't that awesome how they did that? Uh, this yeah. real creative online format for the homeschoolers in Virginia. They did this online conference. And so you and I met there. What a blast. And then oh, we've been crossing paths ever since at all sorts of things. Online webinars for HSLDA, which is the Homeschool Legal Defense Association, and other conferences, you came to our state homeschool conference here in Michigan, which was fantastic. And 
One of my good friends was on a panel about homeschooling high school that you led. And so our paths are just, like I said, they're continually to cross in such an awesome way. Thrilled Josh even said, make sure you tell Anissa. I said, hi. So thanks for coming on. You have so many gifts and so many kids <laughs> and so much going on which I remember we, we talked about briefly just recently. You work at HSLDA. You are a Myers-Briggs specialty expert. Certified practitioner. There yes, <laughs> certified practitioner with over 20 years experience. You are helpful with their relationships, with their families, with their businesses. You have over 30 years of experience as a successful business leader. You have joined the ranks of an independent certified coach, teacher, trainer, and speaker with the John Maxwell team. You are an author. You speak across the country and you have the news coming and you have all these kids. And so there's so much to talk about. But one of the things that we had said that we were going to talk about is that you guys rode school and we've never had anyone on the podcast before who rode schools. So you are the first and I know people love this topic. So Linister, dive in. Tell us how you do it, how you got started. What are you doing? Wow. Well, first of all, road schooling is a thing. I just have to say it. It's a big thing. In fact, at HSLDA, they, we had a whole spreadsheet in our court report about road schooling because so many people are in their campers, in their RVs, right? Their fifth wheel. For us, we have a class C. And the way we became these uh, this long range campers is because my husband's side of the family, he owns a property. We all own a property that his family was slaves on. So we're seventh generation owners there. And so we're restoring the property. It's part of our homeschool. I mean, like literally we were just there last night and my son and my husband, they put a new floor down. They put a new deck in, you know, new stairs. They're in the process of putting a new refrigerator and just all kinds of neat stuff that we kind of comprise into what I call a construction management credit for my high school son. You know, yes, we, yeah. we have everything tied to homeschooling. So that's the reason we got the campers because we wanted to sustain ourselves. Mm -hmm. Little did we know that we would love RVing across the world. We just got back from Dallas, Texas, mm -hmm. all 11 of us. I want you to know that for a normal situation, it would take 24 hours. But in an RV with 11, nine people plus two puppies, it takes a while. So mm -hmm. we drove through and we stopped in Tennessee, you know, so we have now been RVing all around, all through the year. I describe myself as not a full-time RVer, not a part-time RVer, but I'm the anytime RVer. So I created <laughs> a new category. Jenny, I just created something yes. new. Just anytime. So that's kind of how we got into uh, camping. Wow. So for people who don't know, what is a class C and how did you decide? How do you make that decision there? Like you said, there's a lot of options, a fifth wheel, different things. Yes, it's so tough. And, you know, some of the other options will hold its value, I think, better. But we got a class C because I don't know about you. My kids, when we get in the RV, our camping experience needs to start there. Do you understand mm -hmm. that we were already having an issue to find a car for us all to fit in? <laughs> so could you could you get a vision of the Jameses cramped down with our nine people and two dogs, right? And the pool behind? No. Look at your neighbor say no. 
No, not at all. So we love the, um, we have, you know, a 33 foot, it's a, a bunker house. So it sleeps 10. And so our experience begins yeah. the minute we step inside. And I think that was really one of the reasons why we were clear. We definitely in this season of our lives needed a class C and we love mm-hmm. it. We love it. Wow. Love it. I would imagine that choosing and this, we have looked and in, in gone back and forth. You know, we've talked about that. We have a pop-up. But it really does a lot have to do with your family size. That's your initial criteria. It has to do with, you know, if I have to sleep a lot or if I have to sleep two or it doesn't, you know, then you have more options. So a bunkhouse, you ha- it sleeps 10. How does that even work? It, it's beautiful. So it's got, of course, two sides out. So um, you have your over top, over the driver top, that's two. And then you have your uh, pull out couch, that's two. And then you have your table that breaks down, that's two. You have your bunker house, that's two. And then you have the back bedroom, that's two. Lenissa, <laughs> what a find. That's incredible. So tell us about your family. When you say seven kids, this is a range of ages and everyone goes together. Yes. So uh, in this season today, we have a 24-year-old all the way down to a six-year-old. Now, what's Mm -hmm. nice about um, the James party of nine and our seven children is that they actually all have a birthday one month after each other. Can you believe that? Six straight months. I think we have six or seven straight months of birthdays. And so we're getting ready to hit birthday season in September. So that's why I said, as of right now, we're at 24 through ages six. And my oldest three daughters are officially homeschool graduates. Yes. Congrats. Congrats to you. Thank you. I just graduated a senior this past homeschool year, and she's headed to the University of Maryland. My uh, second daughter, she is a rising junior. The year's about to start next week. And mm-hmm. she's an RA down at Salisbury University. And my oldest daughter graduated in 2020 in the pre-law program at Salisbury University. And so she's working in pre-law now and uh, she's a legal assistant. So mm-hmm. it is so exciting to officially say, I'm a homeschooler with three graduates. But guess what? Yeah. Guess what, Jenny? What's I that? four more <laughs> That's what I was thinking, Lanissa. <laughs> You're almost halfway there. <laughs> almost. I told my son, LJ, I said, if you would start your homeschool now, I would kind of hit the halfway point if you just start early. I don't know. <laughs> like, well, oh. okay. That's one thing though. Isn't everyone an LJ? Yes. Everyone is an LJ. <laughs> yeah. So really but do you don't... only call one person LJ? We only call one person LJ, <laughs> but all of us have the same initials LJ. So my husband's Lorenzo. I'm Lenissa, Lestazia, Lamari, LaKayla, Lenisa, uh, Leonardo, La Layla. I'm, everybody's an LJ. So, but yes, we only call my junior, my Lorenzo Jr. <laughs> the middle one. He's right in the middle. Is he in the middle? Yes, he's in the middle. The middle yes. gets the official LJ title. <laughs> I love that. Well, it's so encouraging. It really is such a big deal to have friends and relationships with families who are a little further down the line than you are because it's encouraging. You know, you, it's neat to see what everyone's doing and everyone's doing different things. How old was everyone when you started RVing? It's interesting to me, too, that you're even still able to take trips with everyone because everyone's in such different stages. 
Yes. I call it creative camping. I posted mm-hmm. that was on my social media post yesterday. We're creative camping because sometimes, um, you know, some of the family will have to join us later. So right mm-hmm. now we're like literally in the middle of camping at Colonial Beach. And it's about an hour from my house here and an hour from the property we own in Virginia. So it's like in the midway point. And we were there yesterday. And so my husband's not there yet because he's not off until Friday. And my mm-hmm. daughter's not there because she's not off. And so I'm kind of camping. And then my other daughter's not there because she's at college, right? The second daughter. But this is precious time because it's the last camping trip with my third daughter, right? Because she's leaving next week. And so we just get it in. We just get it in where it fits in. And I don't know if there are any sports moms listening. I wish I had argued many years ago. This is, we're only about a year and a half in with our uh, class C. We had rented an RV before, but the one that we own, we've only had a year and a half. But I wish I had done it many years ago because don't you sit around waiting for the kids to finish sports? Mm-hmm. I mean, I had we have four junior Olympic gymnasts in our family when we were coming up the ranks. My oldest daughter went all the way up to a level nine. Can I tell you how many hours I was sitting in the car waiting? Wow. What would your life be like if it were an RV? And you could take a nap. You could take a nap. And so now I have my classic, I call them salmon salads. I get salmon. I put it in the air fryer. I chop it up in my salad, <laughs> in my salad dressing. It's like my travel meal. I'm eating <laughs> can better. You imagine, can you imagine going into one of their uh, one of their performances or their competitions, one of their competitions, and you got this gourmet meal and everyone what? else is eating from the cafeteria? <laughs> right. You save a lot of money, too, because very seldomly. First of all, you can't fit in the fast food. That's a way to save money. OK, mm-hmm. so a 33 foot uh, classic cannot fit in the drive through. Yay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're not eating out. Right. right. It's been known right. to pull up at, you know, both places like the Sam's, the BJ, Costco, because that's kind of what we do. We have a refrigerator. So, mm-hmm. you know, so when we're eating out, it's a treat. It's a treat. Right. Besides, when you get the James's order at the Chick-fil-A, you are overwhelmed. You should see <laughs> the face when people are like, are they okay? Like they need like seven sandwiches and two salads or something. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So you can cook on your own and it saves yeah. money and it's healthier. You even were going back and forth to the RV out in the parking lot at that first HEAV conference, I remember. So that, yeah, you can go out there with your younger kids and you can just spend some time or take a break. So it is an interesting thing to think that it's not just for the traveling. It opens your world in other ways as well. Where are some of the places you said you just got back from Dallas? That was a cross-country trip for you. Where are some of the places that you, I know you've taken it down to Florida, (laughs) but where are some of the places you've been? Yes, we've been to Florida. Um, I think we did the conference in Illinois in our RV. We did the conference in Nashville, Tennessee in our RV. Um, it was great. Uh, Heidi St. John, she had her RV and I had my RV and we're parked out of Illinois. That was so fun. Um, and then where else? Uh, we've done a lot of traveling to, did we do Ohio? We did Ohio. We did, of course, New Jersey. My hometown is New Jersey. I have to shout out everybody in New Jersey. I was born and raised there. So we have RV and we all are even already we parked at what we thought was going to be the premier spot outside of New York City. It was a parking lot, y'all. It's a parking lot. I thought, wow. But it was very close to the Hudson River. Wow. We were able to tour the Statue of Liberty. We had a great time. Um, um, so, you know, so anywhere we just we're headed to um St. Louis, but we are flying to St. Louis, but at any drop yeah, of a right, dime, I could right. change my mind <laughs> and drive 
lately is it's distressless, you know, just because you're able to relax. And when it comes down to road schooling, it's an opportunity to learn. So you can, I have this cabinet, it's, I call it my school cabinet. And it's just where I keep the things, you know, I love logic games. I think that that's a big part of education. And, you know, we think education starts with paper and pen, but it really starts with opening up the brain for, you know, for your kids to think, you know, we love chess, we love checkers, we love Legos, we're the Lego family, you know, there's so many things that can kind of open them up to begin learning. In fact, I actually start all of my local programs with kids doing at least 30 minutes of logic games. And then you get into things like math. We have a lot of um, mobile maths that actually happen on our, Mm -hmm. our, uh, on the phone. Like the kids can literally put it on their phone and do their math. And I actually even have a printer underneath (laughs) one of my chairs. That is pro, that is pro level homeschooling right there, Linda. All you need is a laminator. (laughs) Your laminate, that's all you need. And, and, you know, so we don't pull it out often, but if sometimes you're in a situation where somebody's sending you something and you need to print it, right? If not, you're going to have to drive to the, you know, the office depot, the staples or whatever, right. To go print. So we, we solved that problem. I was like, no, we're not. There's space here under this chair. We just love Eating better is easy with factors, delicious, ready to eat meals. Every fresh, Never frozen meal is chef crafted, dietitian approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. So get started today and get after your goals. Some of the things we love about Factor are their two minute meals. You can fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. Our kids love the pancakes, smoothies, and more. And there's a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, including midday bites. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. And remember, to sign up and save, we've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Head to factormeals.com slash outside50 and use code outside50 to get 50% off. That's code outside50 at factormeals.com slash outside50 to get 50% off. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Question, what's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Read a few chapters of that book, start painting that guest bedroom, tackle that pile of laundry, play a card game with your kids. A lot of us spending our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. If you're feeling stuck, therapy is something that can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is a wonderful thing. It can help you learn positive coping skills or show you how to navigate properly setting boundaries. With BetterHelp, it's easy to get started. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try and visit BetterHelp.com slash 1000 hours to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash 1000 hours. Oh, that's awesome. I think people will be curious about large family logistics. You are always joyful. And I know that's part of what you talk about on your website that 
joy is a big part of of what you're trying to help people find and you live it. So talk to me about being joyful with seven kids and two puppies and being in 33 feet of space. Where where's that coming from? And and give us some advice here. Yes. So, you know, there's a scripture that says he maketh the barren woman to keep house and to be a joyful mother of children. Praise ye the Lord. And that's my scripture. That is my favorite scripture because my husband and I, we were dealing with infertility for several years, year after year. I would just say, call me Hannah, you know, just call me Hannah. We just could not have a baby. And we had this, you know, we had gotten married and we got in this house and we had this vision of having a family and it just wasn't happening. And I just believed that that was the time where the Lord was preparing me for such a time as this. I didn't know I was going to get seven. And would you believe, Jenny, my great grandmother had the heavenly seven. My grandmother's still alive. She's one of seven children. And let's just say that wasn't on my goalpost. It was just the will of the Lord concerning me. We had three girls back to back. And when I got pregnant, the fourth child, they said, oh, it's a boy, Lenister. I was like, you guys just don't want me to feel bad. I know it's a girl. They're like, no, it's a boy. I was so excited when the boy came. Literally, I was pregnant again. Yeah, yeah. And of course, it was a girl. <laughs> so I mean, like those two came back to back. Just I was so excited. And, you know, it's a blessing. And I also am the mom who had two very late term pregnancies. Yeah. Uh, that's all I'm going to say. You know, like, you know, we, Mary Kay says a woman who tells their age will tell anything. So I'm not going to tell my age, but I will tell you that I had two very late pregnancies and I was oh. very excited. Like first I was like, I'm pregnant again. And they said, it's a boy. By then that was like my sixth. And I thought, wow, I'm going to have two boys. I'd already had my Lorenzo and we named him Leonardo. Yes. I figured they could be my teenage. Aww, for them girl. to have each other is so special. <laughs> and then your youngest is a little girl, same age as our youngest little girl. So that's fun. They met it's a beautiful, the <laughs> heavenly seven. I love that generational blessing, you know, that connection to your grandmother who's still alive. How special is that? So what, what does that look like? It looks crazy, doesn't it? A little crazy. Oh no, it's a lot crazy. Oh no, 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 no. It's kind of like when people visit us or vacation with us. And if, if you're not, if you don't have over like four or five kids, you're kind of like this. Yeah. It's like the shock thing. Like, but we, we, we laugh, we laugh to keep from crying because you gotta laugh. It's just humor. Seriously. So like I said, we had the media coming and so we're cleaning yeah, up. I know, and, right before you know, we started, you said, you know, someone cleaned the up. RV too. <laughs> you got a lot of hands though. Right. Mm-hmm. You, you have a lot of hands. Yeah. I've come through a season where, and I want to just shout out my mamas out there who have little, little children. I did that for many, many, many years. It's tough. It's tough because, you know, you, you don't have enough hands and arms. I was either nursing and I'm a nurser too. So I nursed all of my children. So I was e- either nursing mm-hmm. or pregnant or in the process, you know, for over 20 years. That's a long time. You know, I, I just got rid of my stroller. Like I told my uh, six-year-old, I said, honey, you walk or bus, babe. You you, you got to walk. so now she's like she's got a wagon when we go to the theme park she's like mom can I bring my wagon you know but but for 20 years that's the mode I was in and when you're in that mode you need to be encouraged you need to know that the season goes quickly doesn't it it goes quickly. It goes quickly but when you're in it you're like I'm not gonna survive (laughs) 
I'm not going to survive. Yes. So now this older mode, I describe it like this. My help has help. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? You know how you ask a kid mm-hmm. to do something and they don't do it? No, that's mine. It's <laughs> mine. my kids. All right. And so <laughs> meanwhile, there's another kid that say, you I love it. I love said. it. <laughs> I thought, see, mm-hmm. My help has helped, you know, so it's nice. We have five drivers now. I think it's like we counted wow. when we were driving back from Dallas. Um, seriously, I only drove um, to Arkansas wow. and I never drove again because my rotation didn't work. Well, that's, that inter- that's really interesting, Linda. So we're on a cusp. Our kids, our oldest is 14 this year. And so we have just this year, we're transitioning into every single night of the week, seems like has something. They have different commitments and we're driving still. So we were already just talking about in just a few years, then that's going to change when you have a driver. And now you said you got all these drivers. There are, there are yeah. all these different stages. What what would be yeah. your advice to people that are in the overwhelm, young kids, really struggling stage? Baby stage. Baby mm-hmm. stage. When you're in the baby stage, be in the baby stage. Don't be distracted by Mm. people who are not in the baby stage. You know, and even now, you know, we have a lot of children. We can't do what every what everybody does. You know that that person that says, "Come on over, meet us for dinner." No, 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 no. No, the Jameses (laughs) have to plan who we're going to meet for dinner. Okay, (laughs) because. Eating out costs us a lot of money. So it's the same when you're in the baby stage. When you're in the baby stage and you know you have, you know, diapers, you have nursing, you got, you know, you stay with that stage and hang out with folks who are in that stage with you, if you will, because they understand. And and when you branch branch out to people who are not in that stage, make sure you have people who understand where you are. Like I remember telling my husband, I said, hon, put a sign on the door. I just had a baby. I don't know which one. And I said, if they are not here for laundry, come back in 10 years. Yeah. Right. If you are not here Mm -hmm. to help with laundry, Mm -hmm. come back later. (laughs) I'm busy. You know, because I think sometimes when you have young kids and you're, 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 you're struggling already, the last thing you need is to feel like you're not where God wants Mm -hmm. you to be because you are. Right. You are. You're there for a reason. So that's my advice to uh, the younger, younger ones. Uh, mm-hmm. I just remember. I remember the tears. You know, I remember mm-hmm. the no progress. I remember the super messy house. I remember being the only right. cook. I remember because my husband was working. So it's all you. So pace yourself. Be kind mm-hmm. to yourself. Be gentle with yourself. And yeah. when you can get the a only break, cook, the only cleaner. The only one. Yeah, it is. It's yes. a hard, it's a hard stage. And then it changes yeah. and, and life changes. I've talked about this a little bit, but I liked what you said before you're limited and, but that changes. There was a book I had read where it said as a mother, you can do everything, just not all at the same time. And that changed my view because I felt yes. like, Oh, I, you know, I learned these things and I got this degree and I'm not using it. And I, and, and you just feel that sort of burden and, and that lifted it for me that there's a time for everything, time for different different things and different seasons. I think it's impressive and intriguing how you can bring everyone together. This is a big age span of children. And what it seems like is that the outdoors and your property and this road schooling is an avenue to bring together an eight-year-old, a six-year-old, a 24-year-old plus adults. How, how are you maintaining relationships with such wide age gaps? Well, they're close. You know, we've been homeschooling a while and we, you know, we, we make God and family the center of our homeschooling. So 
part of the education process is really learning how to treat your sibling. You know, I really believe that how you treat your family is how you treat others. I really believe that. And so um, since that's a big part of it, um, it's not that they don't have their spouts, but their spats, but it's kind of, they learn how to work things out. You know, my mom was kind of, she taught us leadership. It was just me and my brother. She taught us leadership. So Hmm. we kind of had a punishment together. Right. So she just figured I'm not going to figure out. She was a single mom. She says, I'm not going to try to figure out who was right and who was wrong. So that taught me and my brother to learn how to solve our problems and to be a leader. And I kind of have that kind of premise. Like there's no winner and loser. You know, if we're not getting along, we're all losing. And I think that sometimes we need to move Mm. at the speed of our family. I love that. We need to move at the speed of our family because. Our, our, our family is the gift that God gives us. And so if your speed doesn't allow, I'll give you an example. You know, we um, seven years ago, my husband lost both his parents on the same day. It was so tragic. And and we needed to move at the speed of our family. We needed time. And thank God we were homeschooling because there were days that we just needed time to process. We needed time to, you know, work through the estate and just and, and we're really at a place where, you know, we're moving and things are happening and we're restoring things. And but that didn't come overnight. So there's seasons of your life and you have to move at the speed of your family. And my mm-hmm. husband's the only child. Aww. So imagine losing both of your parents. I mean, like that, yeah. that's, that's tough. That's tough. And so we, we needed to all mm-hmm. kind of hug, just be together. And so, but I know that even now here we are seven years later and, you know, we're in this really enthusiastic mode about, building a new barn dominium. Mm-hmm. Like we're excited about that. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited to be your friend who had a barn dominium. <laughs> um, but, you know, it didn't come overnight, you know, that there were seasons and, and it's okay to, to enjoy the season that you're in. You're not going to always be there. And you know what? My kids, you know, they're going to, they're going to be getting married and, you know, our family's going to be growing. So I'm just enjoying this time for this right. season. And I know mm-hmm. it's changing mm-hmm. and it's changing fast. Yeah. There's too, so the much change fast. throughout the years. It's such good advice to just try and breathe through the season that you're in. Kim John Payne, he wrote the book Simplicity Parenting, and he just came out with a new one about bullying. It's really good, but he uses the phrase, stop the world. Just stop, slow things down. I love that concept of moving at the speed of your family in the season that you're in. I met a mom at one of the homeschool conferences and sometimes you just have these brief passing moments and you don't even maybe even get their name or they say something that's so impactful. And she said she had some children and they were homeschooling and and her husband passed suddenly and unexpectedly. And she said they took an entire year where they didn't do any school and they just healed, but they were still learning. They were still growing, but they were able to move at the, at the pace of their own family sure. and, and to stop the world at that moment and before moving on. And so, and she said all her kids, I think were grown at that point and you know, they all were successful and it had turned out fine. And so such good permission to give a family, say everyone's situation is so unique, number of children and health and all of these different things. And so to be able to, to be unique, I love that. I love it. Let's talk about Myers-Briggs for a minute. I had a, a coworker years ago who yes. did a, a PhD paper thesis about Myers-Briggs and marriages and personality types. And so how did you get into that? And how does that play into your family and your life and business? 
Wow. You know, they always say they're outliers. You don't know what mm-hmm. you don't know. You don't know what you'll need later. Right. Because what, you know, when I did the Myers-Briggs, I didn't have as many kids as, as I have today. And I didn't, I wasn't doing it necessarily for my family. I was doing mm-hmm. it for business because I was working in business and it was the next best thing. And uh, my mom's also oh, certified. I didn't know that. She and I took it together and it really, yes. And it just really revolutionized not only our relationship, but our lives, you know, being an expert and understanding the difference between an introvert and an extrovert and not making your kids mm-hmm. feel like it's something wrong with them because they want to go take a book and, mm-hmm. and do their, their schoolwork in their room, right? They don't want to gather up at the table. So with the media coming today, they were like, oh, we want to see your schoolroom. And I was like, uh, we don't have one of those. No, no, no. We don't have a school. <laughs> you know, we gather at the table. We use the, the living use room. The RV. Um, you know, the kids <laughs> want to hang out in their room. Mm-hmm. Definitely use the RV. And, and because different personalities have different spaces, you know, so if you're an extrovert, you love gathering. That's where you get your energy from being with people. But you're, if you're an introvert, you need quiet time. You need quiet space. You have a, what I call that pregnant pause before you respond, you know, that introvert person, they think before they speak and an extrovert, they speak before they think, right. And understanding the difference. And so what I found as it applies to marriages is that we marry our opposites, Mm -hmm. It's the truth. And and you don't realize it, right? Because you're young and in love, Mm -hmm. right? And you don't realize that the person you marry is probably the complete opposite of you. So I do a lot of marital counseling and with using the Myers-Briggs, because when you get older, you start thinking, you know, I'm sick of him. I'm sick of her because she's different than me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, go figure. Yeah, she (laughs) is. But, But that's the beauty of the family. Like the kids love the fact that their mom and dad are different. You know, I'm the the person that says, Hey, you know, let's let's have the meeting at the house. And they're like, tomorrow, tomorrow, (laughs) right? you know, so different, you know, and here's a big breakthrough that happened. And I'm sure my mom doesn't care that I share this. I remember being a teenager because I want to talk about your young children, Mm -hmm. a mom, single mom, just just a blessing to us, you know, did what she had to do to make sure we had a roof over our head and sent us, me and my brother, both away to college, pay for our colleges. And, you know, she was just like, I'm getting it done. I'm getting it done. And that was her, you know, she's a thinker. And so she, she was strategic. She was logical about what she was going to do to make sure her children were successful. Me, I'm a feeler. I just need a hug. (laughs) Right. And so it's so funny after we've, you know, studied and we've worked with so many, so many clients, we laugh because I want to hug people and she wants to explain the problem. (laughs) And so we now know. So I was thinking as a teen that she didn't care. And her love language was, hey, I'm taking care of everything for you. What do you mean? I don't care. When the skies open up while others seek shelter, I embrace the rain. Heading to my favorite hike, the raindrops are like a soothing melody, and my Vessies ensure each step is dry and comfortable, turning a simple outing into a rather delightful experience. Whenever my kids and I are stepping into a great outdoors adventure, I love wearing Vessies Stormburst boots to capture the beauty of springtime landscapes. Their robust style is perfect for our nature excursions, adding a little dash of elegance to our outdoor explorations. This spring, Transform how you view wet weather with Vessi. Their Dymatex technology makes their shoes not just waterproof, but a stylish barrier against rain and puddles. 
Whether it's a sudden downpour or a planned seaside walk, Vessi shoes ensure your feet stay dry and comfortable. Embrace the essence of spring with Vessi. From chic city walks to adventurous treks, find the perfect pair for your lifestyle at Vessi.com outside and enjoy an automatic 15% off your first order upon checkout. That's V-E-S-S-I dot com slash outside for 15% off your first order. Everyone wants to start their year off on the right foot. And for me, that means making sure I'm eating well and have enough energy to do everything I want to do. But I'm not going to run to the butcher every day to get a fresh cut of quality meat. That's why Good Chop is such a lifesaver for our family. Good Chop offers fully customizable boxes of high quality meat and seafood delivered to your door on your schedule. Their products are vacuum sealed and frozen at peak freshness, so you can stock your freezer and cook when you want. We had a somewhat last minute get together recently, and it was so incredibly convenient to just head to the freezer and pull out a couple bags of Good Chops hamburger patties to whip up some burgers quickly. They were so delicious. Besides being delicious, it's important to know it won't cost you a fortune either. Good Chops price per meal starts at just $3.74. Go to goodchop.com slash outside120 and use code outside120 to get $120 off across your first four boxes. That's code outside120 at goodchop.com slash outside120 for $120 off. Goodchop.com slash outside120 code outside 120. Can you see that? You know, and it's so crystal clear for me now in that um, being a mom of many, I have five girls and two boys. I'm just so blessed to be able to have those blind spots removed so that when I'm working with my kids, um, I could switch up, do something different, understand that I may have an introverted kid who may not even talk to me until I pull them away from the group. Yeah. And the same with your your husband, right? Or your wife, you know, depending on if you're a man or woman, you know, you have to pay attention, right? Mm-hmm. We all have different love language. So yeah, I love the Myers-Briggs. Like I get really excited. Can you tell just, mm-hmm. <laughs> just about the opportunity to understand that, like Romans 12 said, we all have different gifts. Mm-hmm. Well, you have such an insight. What, what a neat thing to have done that and learned that before having such a large family, because then, like you said, you have insight into all of your different children and, and how they interact with each other and how they interact with you and interact with your husband. And it opened your eyes. Yes. It helps you to understand them and helps you have a, a different depth of relationship. So I know you've got the news coming. They're coming real soon here. So people obviously, once they've heard you here and they've heard you other places, you got to come hear you speak, you know, and you're an author as well. So can you tell us you have a book coming and a book that's already out? Can you tell us about that? Yes. So already out during the pandemic, I wrote something that I felt like was going to be the gift to the world. Because when you have a big family, seven kids, two puppies, a James party of 11, the first thing people say to you is, how do you do it? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a natural question, right? Yes. And so I always explained it and I kind of wanted to give people concepts and how if they cook their their breakfast, if they cook their dinner at breakfast, then it'd be less stressed in the evening and just all kinds of my tips that I was giving. So instead, I put together this mom's manual. And that's what it's called, Mom's Manual. You can find it on Amazon. If you put in Mom's Manual and type in Lanissa James, you will find the book. And what I love is that I spend the first couple of pages telling you kind of how you do it 
from the weekly plan to the menu plan, can I tell you how stressful mealtime is when you don't have all of your ingredients, mm-hmm. right? Or if someone's supposed to be somewhere and they're not, and they thought you were the ride and you didn't know you mm-hmm. were the Uber, right? right? I mean, just the conflict of that. And then one of my favorite pages is the brain dump. Not just the typical dumping your brain, but dumping your brain in categories. It releases stress. Mm-hmm. Jenny, it releases stress. So if I'm working on the uh, restoration project down in our family beach, it's all in that category. It's not in my brain. I'm not worried about forgetting anything because wow. everything that I've thought of about it is already written in the, in the mom's manual. Wow. Or school is starting. For many places, school has already started. Mm-hmm. And so there are things, there's even a um, academic planner in there. So you have to get a plan. Like I have one son who's special needs, you know, they work with speech pathology and there are things that I have to do that's a little bit different. And sometimes you worry about forgetting or in the in the in the course of just being busy. Mm-hmm. And so the mom's manual is a place to kind of jump, dump everything that a mom is thinking, and it becomes a manual. And what a precious heirloom it becomes yes. for your for your children and your grandchildren when they say, Oh my goodness, how does she do it? When I think about my great-grandmother and her being the he- the mother of the heavenly seven, that's the first thing that comes to my mind. Like, how does she do it? And so I just wanted to end that. Right. And so now my kids will never say it. They're like, they're going to say, get mom's mom's manual. It's in there. Let me tell you what she did. She, she made tacos every Tuesday. Right? That's how she did it. Every Tuesday. So um, I, I have coming up a prayer, uh, a mom's prayer journal coming right behind it, which is just some of the, um, my prayer journal, kind of how I unfold my prayer time that's coming. And then my, memoir. It's called Joyful Mother of Children. You heard me say that's my favorite scripture. And I'm doing a piece now with uh, my grandmother who's turning 90, just working through uh, that piece. And so, you know, I can't wait for well, it to Mr. be done. I can't yeah. wait for this. Your memoir. This, this, and it includes your grandma. Yes. Oh, how exciting. Uh-huh. And everybody's so many pieces to it. It's so exciting. This is the thing about you. You have so many hearts. You're doing this business consulting, family counseling, the Myers-Briggs, the, I'm going to miss things, the John Maxwell team certified coach, trainer, teacher, speaker, author. So, so you have your website and I'll link it in the notes, uh, linisterjames.com. And then you also work for HSLDA. So can you tell us briefly uh, what you do there? Yes. So it's a natural progression because um, for the past 10 years here in my state, my home state is Maryland, I have supported homeschoolers at my church um, as a ministry director and just helping homeschoolers. We have our co-op, right? So when I'm in town, when I'm in town, because we break for December, we break um, in May and June, but when I'm in town, that's my thing. And so we have our co-op and our tutorial. So when HSLDA came along, it was already a part of my life because you understand when we started homeschool, My husband's in law enforcement and we were in private Christian school. And when we pivoted and we thought, okay, we're reluctant, but we're going to homeschool. The first thing he said was, is this legal? Like, don't have the police at my door. (laughs) It'll be my friends, right? My friends showing up, my coworkers. (laughs) Exactly. I said, honey, who are the police? He's like, well, don't have my coworkers at my door. (laughs) So we connected with HSLDA because we wanted to know. And so we've always followed them. We've been members for a long time. And so when they had an opportunity and they offered me an opportunity to be a high school educational consultant, 
I thought, I don't want to do that. I mean, like, I interview with my babies. I mean, I homeschool, but that's what they do too. And so they're so homeschool friendly and just a couple of mornings. And what's nice is that it's what I already do for my church. And so not only am I helping people locally with homeschooling through high school, and by the way, that's the scary part of homeschooling, right? Mm -hmm. I I really love homeschooling through high school, but I also um, transitioned those exact same skills with HSLDA. Mm -hmm. And of course they added the outreach coordinator because I am very comfortable talking about black homeschooling, which Mm -hmm. is growing, right? It went from like 3% to 16.1%, right? Just unbelievable growth. And so I'm working in my sweet spot, Jenny. Do you know that? When you work in your sweet spot, you never work a day of your life. That's because you just, it's what you do, mm-hmm. right? I was doing it for free. I was just, I was volunteering already. Mm-hmm. So my mom was like, I'll take that job. They want to pay you for what you already do. That's what <laughs> I love your mom. It's practical. She's thinking, she's thinking, you got seven kids and two puppies to feed. <laughs> and with two in college this year, right? It's, it's, it's a blessing. Aww. You know, I have been running a home-based business for over 30 years and it's been a blessing in our lives, but it's kept me home. And, mm-hmm. but there's so many moving parts when you have a big family. It's like an ongoing thing. We try to keep our lives very simple, but everything you do is big when you have 11 people. It is. We have... Um, or, or nine people, two puppies. No, yeah, nine people with two puppies. We, we hopped on to talk about road schooling, and I know you also have a YouTube channel. I was looking at that with Crabbing 101, and, and so you have a YouTube channel as well, which I will link out. But we talk, hopped on to talk about road schooling, and as usual... Minister, you have so much to offer in all these different areas of life. So thank you for hopping on. I know you have the news is coming momentarily yes. and you've got things to get ready for, but thank you for being here. We we always end our show with a favorite outdoor childhood memory of yours that was in nature. Uh, so can you share something with us? Yes. So I grew up really in the city, uh, New Jersey. I was born in Newark. I was raised in Orange, New Jersey. And uh, we were living in an apartment. And I never forget during our apartment time that all the kids would kind of meet up. Right. That was like the meetup time. And my parents, they were really, really structured. They were like, honey, when the streetlight comes on, you need to come in. And so it became the whole neighborhood is when Nisa and Kendall comes in, you come in like (laughs) whatever that was. And so my outdoor memory is just being outside that fresh air and hanging with friends. This freedom. Freedom. Mm -hmm. And that's what we've created. That's what we've created at our family beach. That's what we've created in our backyard. You know, we actually were um, putting, um, what is it when you put the movie up to the back of the house? Oh yeah, like a big little, screen and you're doing yes. an outdoor movie. Oh, outdoor movie. Just friends out, fresh air, mm-hmm. outdoors. And so that's what I remember from my childhood, just being able to be out with friends, family, and soak in the, the fresh air. So we love being outdoors. We cook out outside a lot. We road, ve- road, road school outside. And it's just nice. And when you're with friends and when you're nice to have a fire, it's even more exciting, mm-hmm. right? You got your marshmallows, your s'mores. Yeah. So I just hope for people who are listening that they follow you and, and get outside and get a chance to relax and breathe and enjoy just the nature that God has provided for us yeah. all. Well, thank you, Linister, and I hope people will follow along with all of the different multitude of things that you're doing and doing so well and so encouragingly. I don't even know if that's a word, but I cannot wait to read your memoir and the things that you have coming. So thanks for this time. And enjoy the news segment. I hope we get to catch it. 
Yes, it sounds good. I'll follow up with you. And it's so good seeing you again. Yeah, again, it's the best. Thank you. (laughs) All right. Bye for now. No one told us the truth about parenthood. Why? This is the podcast everyone needed before they had kids because now that those little ones are here, whew, there is a lot to unpack. I'm Rachel Shepardota, and I am your host for the podcast, No One Told Us, where we tell the truth about parenting and let you in on all the stuff you really should have known about before having kids. I am the founder of Hey Sleepy Baby, but this podcast is so much more than sleep. We'll be diving into all the topics that you really care about and need to know while you do your best job raising those adorable, tidy humans. Our goal is to just make you feel less alone and less overwhelmed. There are so many things that no one tells us before becoming a parent, and I think that we should really pull back the curtain on becoming a first-time or second-time mom or dad to share the good, the bad, and the ugly. We'll have a little education, a little fun, and a whole lot of heart that goes into each and every episode. So join me and our amazing guests each week to hear us talk about what no one told us.